welcome to Diary of an XO. I'm Sherry Hardman. I'm your XO. And today's episode is with Mary Lou Gomba. So sit back, relax, enjoy it, and remember the old saying always a bridesmaid when you're a hoe. So, how are you? Are we starting? Yeah, let's start. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doing I don't right. get to I don't get to see you as much as I would like. I I agree. Um, I don't know. We're just not on a lot of the same shows anymore. You know, I don't. Know. Well, we we cross paths very rarely, so it's always a treat, though. Thank you. I I agree. Oh yeah, last time we were at um we were in the rendezvous. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, and we were well, laughing at people tripping. We were. That was a good time. I'm not, you know. Well, it was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, everybody did the same trip. It was like watching Benny Hill. I loved it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, all right. First of all, I'm just going to come right out and ask you: Would you consider yourself a cougar? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give you a title that you didn't like, but you know, no, I am. I mean. I think if cougar means that you like younger men, then definitely. I didn't know if cougar meant that you have to be smoking hot, like model Hollywood looking and you like younger men. In that case, no. But if it's just you like younger men and you know what? I do like younger men, but like, I mean, to date only about 10 years younger. So that's not, it's not a crazy thing, you know, for hookups, you know, I have a wide range. I mean, I do have a cutoff, but um, I'm definitely a cougar. I do. I've always dated men that are about 10 years younger. It just seems like that's what works out for me. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Well, good for you. Good for you <laughs> we might talk about that in a little while. We might not. Um, uh, I usually just start out talking about um, when you were young. Okay. And like when you grew up, because I kind of want to know, like, like, are your parents together still? Or, or well, was they, they, they passed away quite a while ago, but they, okay. they stayed married over 60 years. So Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So were they like affectionate with each other like when you were a kid and stuff? Well, you know my jokes, right? My the reason I tend to be on the dirtier side is they were affectionate. They were definitely affectionate, but it wasn't like it wasn't too much. They would every now and then they'd give each other a little kiss of the lips and they would, you know, but they would flirt a ton. So I don't know if flirting is considered affectionate, but it wasn't the romantic flirting. It was, you know, more like a lot of innuendos and spanking each other on the ass. And, right. you know, oh, you, oh, your father's going to get it tonight. He just did the dishes, <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> that's cute, though. You know, that's yeah, cute. It was, yeah. it was fun. And, and, you know, I mean, this stuff was going on around me a lot. And so, I mean, I think that's why just my brain goes to, to dirty jokes. And, you know, I mean, it just... It's just sort of a natural thing. And it wasn't like inappropriate stuff for me. It was right. just you know, a lot of silly shit when I was a kid. We had silly stuff all over the house. My, They wore silly t-shirts. You know, there's there's that whole joke I tell about the Italian fertility symbol, which they had necklaces, which was a penis with wings, which is all, this is all true, you know? <laughs> so like all this stuff flying around me. So I'd say they were affectionate, but more more sort of like dirty birds, kind of like. Mm -hmm. birds. Yeah. Well, that, that's cute though so uh, were they like physically affectionate with with you you I say you kids but I don't I know you have a, a sister I have a brother and a sister okay yeah. all right um not that much really they were more like Italians are more 
I mean, I don't know about all Italians, but like we were very, they're very kissy, right? You go up to your mom and you mwah, big smack on the lips usually. And there weren't a lot of hugs. There wasn't a lot of hand holding and stuff. And my dad was a little weird. I'd try to give him a kiss just like my mom, but he would always like, you know, turn his face away so he'd get his cheek <laughs> and stuff. But um, they weren't overly physically affectionate. I don't think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wordy, lovable, you know, love with their words, I guess. All right. So I, I want to ask you about your, like your sexual awakening. Now, it seems from what you just said, you probably got kind of exposed to an idea that there was something going on between your parents, but like, <laughs> uh, when did you really like realize that, that, um, that there was a sexual awakening for you? Like you realized, Oh, well, in addition to my parents, so I wasn't a planned kid. So my brother, my sister's nine years older than me and my brother is seven. So they were having my, they were dating and having people over the house. My parents were pretty hip. They would let my sister's girlfriend sleep over and my brother's boyfriends, uh, my sister's girlfriends and my brother's girlfriends sleep over um, oh. here and there, you know, if their parents were cool with it. So I saw just a lot of that stuff going on early because you know right. i'm 10 and they're 19 or 17 mm -hmm. right um i think my sexual awakening when i started exploring i think i was around nine or ten years old but just with myself you know mm -hmm. it's weird to talk about <laughs> for some reason you talking about your your brother and sister made me remember something my brother used to do <laughs> like say if i had a date you know coming to pick me up mm -hmm especially if my parents weren't home, I'd go, I'd be in the bathroom getting ready and I'd come out and my brother would have the, the like, uh, we had like a bed that you could just roll. We called it the roll away bed for like when company came over, he'd have it all set up in the living room. Like, ha ha, that was the joke. <laughs> oh my God. So embarrassing. <laughs> Holy crap. Let's hear yeah. <laughs> No, um, they were sort of out of the house by the time I mean I didn't start dating still like I've never dated that much I think I had my first boyfriend when I was 18 you know mm -hmm. so kind of out of the house when the boyfriend was coming over to pick me up and all that stuff but um but um no they weren't like that they didn't tease me about that stuff anyway I don't know if that was the question but yeah. it doesn't matter what the question is we could just talk <laughs> um do you uh do you watch porn at all I do. <laughs> I love how direct you are. Are you willing to are you willing to tell me your your go-to categories or the ones you're at least willing to admit to? It just depends on the mood that I'm in. Um I don't know. I think I might be too shy for that. I don't know. Is that bad? No, that's fine. I will say the stuff that I like a lot. No, I can't. I just yeah. I just like that's okay. I started to think about my day job. Like, what if someone from my day job, you know, oh. like, watching this, right? So, okay, but I do watch it. Um, she yeah. watches Missionary Position. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's what I watch. No, um, I do watch it. I use it kind of as a tool. It just it just makes things go quicker. That's kind of right. the way I look at it. It's not like something mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, I'm so into it. But it's also like. I don't know i'm just lazy and i'm just i want it to be over with quicker let's get it quicker so when i watch that you know even when I, I got myself trained even when i just start to think about watching it i start you know i'm like, uh -huh. getting i'm getting uh, i'm like pavlov's dog for sure. <laughs> so i just open the laptop and i'm like oh here we go I feel yeah. 
Well, I guess that's what it's there for, right? So yeah, yeah. But I do watch it in an off camera. I'd love to tell you, like, share with you, like, you know, my categories. But that doesn't right. help the podcast. I'm sorry. Well, it's funny too because, like, I know for myself, a lot of times I watch a category that I wouldn't want anything to do with in real life. But oh, for totally. some reason, it just kind of floats my boat when I'm looking at porn. You know. I feel like that's the whole. I that's the whole thing about porn is that people are watching stuff that really sort of like intrigues them and they're surprised that they're interested in uh -huh. but they're not going to try it or or ask right. if someone asks them they might be like okay you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right all right so do you remember like have you ever watched like a mainstream movie not a porn but just a movie that has like a a love scene or a sex scene that you really like really lit your fire in some way. Yeah, there. I can't remember the name of it. it. Was a, it was such a bad movie too. It was so bad, but it was like kind of like soft porn. You know, there's some movies that are kind of soft porn. Um, uh -huh. What was it called? Oh, I don't remember what it was called. This doesn't help at all. It was. It took place in Brazil, and there was a lot of like people in the streets dancing, and a lot of topless women, and you know, a lot of just like freedom, and then. And then this these couple were it's like doing it under a waterfall, and it was real oh. steamy. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was real steamy. And um, I wish I could remember that. Maybe it was called Wild at Heart. It was terrible. It was like if if I saw it now, I'd be like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" You know. But um, mm -hmm. but that really, I remember I watched that movie as much as I could. The problem when you're younger, when you're older, at the, like back in the day, you couldn't watch anything right away. So I had to wait for it to come on like HBO, right? So you have to like check the schedule and then be like, oh, it's coming on tonight at two. I'm gonna try to watch it again. Um, but this movie might've been after VHSs were, yeah, this, because I was a baby, yeah. This movie was, um, I think I think I was able to rent it um, on VHS at one point, which is, Help me watch it more. You know, a funny memory about VHS. When I moved to Seattle, it was 1994, and I lived in Capitol Hill. And I used to go um, to this video store on Capitol Hill at the time. And it's still, you know, I consider it still like, you know, the, the gay neighborhood. And um, I used to go to this video store and in the back, and I would just look for a gay porn. I was really into gay porn. I still am, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was standing there with all these gay men, and they were just looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> And they would just laugh. <laughs> and I flip through these notebooks and I'm like, oh, Frisky Summer. This one looks fun. Or, or Siberian Heat. Those were two I loved. Frisky Summer and Siberian Heat. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the day when you had to go back to like the back. Yeah, the back room. Behind the curtain. To, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Behind the curtain or under, you know, they all had like a different section. And, um, and I was never embarrassed to go back there, you know. Um, yeah, it was kind of fun, but whatever. I it just made me feel like, eh, you know, what it's no different than what you're doing. So uh -huh. <laughs> that's good. Um, I remember a movie I watched, and, and it was pretty terrible too. But it was called Summer Lovers. Oh, I sat. And that. they were in Greece, and they were doing like a little threesome thing. Oh, I need to like look that up because I it, it I liked it back then. It was probably totally terrible and corny. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And maybe it's still care maybe it still holds water. Who knows? You might enjoy it once, right? Sorry, that was weird. Some was that my feet? I put my shoes back on. No, I think my 
kid almost fell over or something. Oh, I heard this big oh, crash, but I could hear he's walking, so okay, cool, cool. we're safe. It just kind of freaked me out there for a second. Gotcha. Okay, where am I? What's your definition of amazing sex? Oh, that's a good question. Amazing sex. Well, I kind of like what to, what I think is amazing sex is not just having casual hookup, like maybe being with some, it could be casual, but being with someone a few times, because I think it takes a little time to get to where it's like, oh yeah, now we clicking and we've got the chemistry we need. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I'm getting so shy. I mean, amazing sex is when I get all my needs met, of course. <laughs> but um, I also like to, I'm, a, I'm like a very, you know, open lover. So I want to like make sure they get their needs met too. I don't know. I think it's very passionate. Um, I, I, it's, it's steamy. Um, I, um, it's loud. I like loud. I think that's kind of fun. <laughs> I don't like when people are just completely silent, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, come on, right. you know, you're going to burst a blood vessel. <laughs> you know? um, Everything. What I love is how much you giggle about it, about sex. Well, that's I great. Know. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I've got dirty jokes on stage, but they're not this dirty. And, um, and yeah, it's just, it's just like, oh my God, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know you well enough though, you're going to toss and turn tonight and probably call me tomorrow and ask me to take something out. Fine, we'll see, but you said I have, <laughs> I have some time, so I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any sexual regrets? Regrets? I mean, I, don't, I mean, there's been a couple of times I've hooked up with people that I really, you know, wasn't like, really wasn't into but I don't do that very often I'm pretty I'm pretty particular mm -hmm. regrets is just that like I've been single for 16 years and through probably the most horniest time of my life I didn't have a regular partner so that's something that I regret um and I still have a sex drive it's not as strong as it used to be you know just to be honest but um it's still definitely there but the regret is that this is going to waste, you know, like I'm a good time and mm -hmm. it's going to waste for 16 fucking years. <laughs> so, and now, you know, I'm postmenopausal and I'm still, I can still have sex, but things are different, you know, things definitely are different. And so it just feels like it was just, just things went away. It went to waste, you know, just waste, just wasted. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I don't know what it is about. I don't know what that is. And, you know, I've, I've have I have fun here and there, but like I said, I'd rather have like someone regular to, you mm -hmm. know, with and have a good time with, and um, you know, a connection. Connection is everything to me. Like, cause there could be some men that just they're stunning to me, you know. But like, if there's absolutely no, I mean, I'm right. stunned to hook up with them because they're stunning. Right. But <laughs> if there's absolutely like nothing, mm -hmm. if they're like empty, just like deer in the headlights, it's like, eh, you know, what's the what's the point of it, you know? So right, yeah. How's your body image? Oh, it's not good right now. I'm trying to get it better. Um, I wish it was better. It, it's just I'm uncomfortable. This is this is like the heaviest I've ever been. And heavy's not bad. I just like I feel different. Like I'm not I'm just not used to carrying it. It's very heavy. So I've been exercising as much as I can to try to be able to just my goal right now is to not diet anymore thin or whatever. It's just to like be able to carry it around, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I walk up and down my stairs a lot and I just do things to strengthen my butt mostly because it seems like the butt is like the part that really has got to lift you. And, um, and yeah, it's just, you know, 
50 pounds ago, it was much better. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to really work hard on that, but it, I'm not having a good time with it. So it is nice occasionally when someone's attracted to me and it, it's just like, oh, well, that's nice. That makes me feel good. But, um, but it's a lot of things. Getting older is really hard, right? Like I, it is. Well, I don't know if face is part of body image. I don't, I don't really like my face anymore. I, there's a lot of things and I'm not fishing for compliments or anything. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just weird. It's just kind of like, it's just, I'll, I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, you know, right now I'm looking at myself. I'm like, Oh, you look kind of cute. But then I might see this later and be like, Oh, you know, I don't know. And I don't want to be like that either. So. Right. I, you know, I, I've said this before on the show, but when I was younger, when I, you know, I'd always, I've always been a big person, not this big, but you know, and, but when I had sex with someone, I always felt skinny while I was having sex. Like I didn't think about my body being big or whatever then. Yeah. yeah. I, I do now. And I know what you mean. Like I look in the mirror, like right now the lighting is good in here. So I don't look so bad, but it used to be that like, if I looked in the mirror, I just like, if I needed more sleep, yeah, I would sleep and then I would look again and then I, okay, I look better. Now it doesn't matter. It's just always <laughs> ugly, you know? And I say every day I say, Oh God, I'm so ugly. And Dave doesn't like it, you know? And I don't like, but that's how I feel when I look in the mirror. I hear it. I, I mean, I, I, I feel the same way and I say the same things and I'm trying not to say them. I'm really trying not to, because there's, you know, regardless of like, looks, there's so many things about you and me that are pretty fucking amazing and pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is, um, it is a good question. The body image question. And, uh, and during sex, I didn't used to like, just like you said, I felt like even no matter how big I was, I felt, I didn't even think about it. Now it's something that's very much on my mind. And it's mm -hmm. mainly it's because it's because of, it's just casual partners that I just meet, you know? Right. And, and you know, there, everyone has a body type. That's what's been great about, you know, life is cool, right? right. Like, I like, I'm a big woman, but I like very tall, skinny men. And a lot of people are like, well, you're fat. You should like fat men. And I'm like, that makes no sense at all. Right. Um, but, um, and there's a lot of men that are my type, you know, that like this body type. So it's like mm -hmm. me and lucky them, I guess they're getting their body type. I'm getting mine. Um, right. But yeah, but lately, um, even if they are okay with how I look, I've been struggling a little. I've been struggling a little. But it's like not lights out, but like pretty dim. <laughs> I know. I, I keep thinking like if I was a uh, single now, it would be so. Oh, it would be so hard. Of course, you know, I got disabilities to deal with. So if my husband asked me to roll over, he's very patient with how long <laughs> it takes me to get into position. You know, sure, sure, sure. like a new partner, that would be embarrassing. So well, I do struggle more in the bed. It's just like you know, like oh, the bed's soft, and so you get sort of you get like you get stuck in the bed and it's just like, <laughs> I don't feel like I can just flip around anymore. Like, you I know, know like, it's out of water. <laughs> I know in my bed, I have like a, a rail, you know, my headboard has like kind of railings. Oh, so okay. I can grab onto them to kind of help me. But I go to a hotel. I'm like by myself trying to roll over. This. It's <laughs> oh a sight. I was just in a hotel for a week and the bed was so soft I hated it every night. I would, and I paid a lot of money and it was a nice bed, but I was like, I can't even roll over without like, Ugh. yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh, the struggles. Do you have a sexual bucket list or do you think you've done everything you wanted to do? No, I haven't yet. You know, I have that threesome joke, you know, 
I still haven't had one and I'm almost 60 and really it's time. Yeah. I mean, but the hard, the hard part for me is that I'm, I'm pretty picky and I think it's okay to be picky. You know, like I've had a lot uh-huh. of people like, Oh, you've been single so long because you're picky. I'm like, well, I can't fake being attracted to someone. I can't, I just can't, right. I'm not going to fucking do it. And that's that, you know, just, I don't mind being alone. I'm fine being alone. Um, but, um, yeah, I've never had a threesome, but it's, and I want to have, I want to have like all the kinds, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how many concoctions there are, but I would love to have them all. Um, but, um, yeah, I want to make sure I like really trust the people and I know them. So that's hard being single and then not even having like a partner to maybe find a third person with, you know, cause I just don't know if I want to do that with complete strangers, you know, and right. I'm not asking my friends. I mean, there's really none of my friends I'd want to do that with anyway, you know, so it's not really appropriate, but, um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't yet. Have you, have you had threesomes? I've had quite a few. Yeah. And, but, oh. but I've never had sex with a woman. That's kind of my one thing. Like I should have done before I got married, you know, but uh, I never did. So, um, so my, my threesomes have been with me and two guys, which oh, yeah. I think are the best kind. That's <laughs> so. my number one kind. That's number one on the list. <laughs> and then like a man and a woman. And then a woman and a woman. So those are the kinds. Right? <laughs> I'd like to do them all. I'm fine with all of them. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's the hard part because part of me is like, okay. And I thought about it too because I've I had casual, I have casual sex. I don't know. Every once in a while, I'll go through a phase where I hook up with right. the same guy for a little bit and then they drop off and then they come back. Yes, someone texted me yesterday and it was like, six months ago we hooked up and I didn't save his number and he was like remember me and I was like I don't and who I took 10 minutes for him to tell me who it was and I was even looking through I've got this little spreadsheet of dudes I hook up with just you know for timing for like STD tests and right so I'm like who was this and I spelled his name wrong he's like my name begins with a G I won't say his name of course and I spelled it with a J and so I was like well I don't know who the fuck this is then and then he told me and I was like, oh, and unfortunately, and it would have been great. He was really cute, but he was terrible. I hope he doesn't watch this ever. It wasn't good. And I just, oh. was like, and so I was just, you know, yeah, I got a partner now and I don't, you know, cause I don't want to be rude to someone and be like, look, man, you suck at sex. Yeah. I never would do that. And, um, but why did I say that? Oh, so the threesome, like if I had like a regular maybe a regular person I'm hooking up with and maybe I can be like, Hey, what if we find someone else to join us? What do you, right. um, but I just, everything is just not happening. Matt. It's not like I'm dying for one, but I really think I should, you know? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it would be nice to just be completely pampered. <laughs> not with, not with actual diapers. I'm not into baby stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. Not word. pampers, just pampered. pampered. <laughs> All right. So um, those are all the questions I have. Now, if there's any like, I didn't didn't prepare you for this, but if you have any fun or funny stories about sex or related to sex that you want to tell me, I would love for you to tell me. Um, I don't know. They're funny. I could tell you how I lost my virginity. Okay. Um, Because it was it was just like, so I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, um, well, right outside Fort Lauderdale, but no one's heard of it. So it's it's like 12 miles from Fort Lauderdale. And Fort Lauderdale back in the day used to be big with spring break. I don't know if you remember that trend. Everybody would go to Fort Lauderdale for mm-hmm. spring break. And the Strip was just like this amazing place with just 
tons. I can't even tell you. We would, we would just, when I was a teenager in high school and then just getting out of high school, we would go cruise the Fort Lauderdale strip. That's all we did every Friday and Saturday night. That's, that was our nightlife. And that's, that's, and there was like hundreds of people, hot guys and chicks walking down the street and cars. It would take like two hours to go a mile and it was so much fun. And so we would just go all the time. And, and we were really, I was really into like heavy metal then. I was like, we're more like hard rock. I was like a rocker, you know, so I had like a mullet <laughs> and I had like 12 piercings and I had all these long chains and I always wore like my heavy metal t-shirts and, and we found this dude just, we caught it two times in a row, two nights in a row, this very cute guy. He had like blonde hair. Um, and he was British and he was all leather and he had like a bandana, which is how all the rock stars used to look. And so mm -hmm. we just kept flirting with him. And finally, one of us, there was three of us, three, three um women, young women, we were like, hey, want to get in the car and hang out with us? So we, he got in the car and hung out with us. And then my friend's parents were gone that whole weekend. So we took him home with us and two of us had sex with him. <laughs> I was 18. We were both 18. All, all of us were like 18. And I think one of us was even older, but she didn't want to hook up with him. But it wasn't very good, but it was just, I just thought it was kind of like a cool rock star. Uh -huh, right. It might be kind of gross to people. They're like, what, two of you hooked up with him? Ew. But um, he was British too. So he had this great British accent. Uh -huh. But the best part of this story, I think no one's ever laughed. It doesn't work in jokes. I'm not joking that I lost my virginity that night and his last name was Cherry. <laughs> That's cute. Right? But I lost my lost my cherry to a guy whose last name was Cherry. <laughs> anyway, so it's not like a crazy story. But then he broke my heart because he I think he um I think he was just like a traveler. I don't think he had a place to live. So my hunch is that he just picked up chicks all the time because he was very sexy and like they would put him up night after night. And so I hung out with him a couple times after that. And I remember just saying to him, look, I know we're not going to date or anything because, you know, you're probably going to leave soon, but promise me you'll say goodbye. He's like, oh, of course, love, I'll say goodbye to you. And he didn't. Oh, I know. He ghosted me. Ghosting existed oh. in 1986. I know. I know his full name, but I won't say it. But anyway. We did. Uh, somebody else on the show, we outed somebody for doing something wrong to her. Oh, I'm like, I what's his name? You know? I don't even know who this guy is. I mean, he might not be, he might not be alive anymore for all I know. You know, it's funny because like I look back and I think of guys that I've been with or whatever, maybe I have a little fantasy about him, but then realize like, like maybe I was 17 and I'm like, oh God, I'm thinking about a 17 year old boy, you know, that's kind of weird. But right. in my head, like we're all the same age, the oh, same, exactly. you know, whatever, you know. And then I realized I'm like, oh my God, there's like a, there is like a 64 year old man named Chuck somewhere that has finger banged me. You know? <laughs> I hope you make that a joke. <laughs> you know, I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> I got a long list of like those. <laughs> I wonder where they are. Where are they now? Right. <laughs> right. I actually want to do like a silly tour in Seattle because. I lived here since 94 and I've had, I had one boyfriend, two boyfriends living here this whole time, two regular actual boyfriends. And then one guy that I dated and that's it. And there, no, three, two guys I dated. The rest were just all like casual and stuff. That's a lot of casual mm -hmm. hookups. And so when I'm driving around the city, 
I'm always like, oh, I had sex in that building. Oh, I had sex in that hotel. Oh, I had, I kind of want to do like a Mary Lou sex tour. I don't know who would care about it, but anyway, (laughs) it's just something I think about every time I drive by. And I tell people too, I'm like, oh, I hooked up there. Oh, I used to hook up with a guy that lived there and a guy that lived there and one that lived there. That's funny because I do that too. Dave oh. doesn't. Dave doesn't like it though, so I have yeah, to. Show, I, I, do it too. I have to show somebody else my places. <laughs> well, I don't have anyone that gets jealous, and that's fine. So, <laughs> uh, so what is your um, oh, Instagram okay. handle? Oh, oh go ahead. I need one more funny story. Okay, um, do that first. Uh, I don't know if it's a funny story, but I do a joke about it where I did. Um, I have, I have a joke where I. I say I hook up with a guy that didn't have any balls, and it's a true story. <laughs> Do you know that joke? Do you know that joke? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I was I hooked up with this guy in uh, Los Angeles a few years ago, and he was a nice guy. You know, he was you know he was cute. We were just having a good time, and he asked me really nicely. He's like, "Would you, I, you know, would you mind licking my balls?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that." And I I couldn't find them. <laughs> he was flat where the balls would be oh. and I was like um I don't they're not here and I do have a whole joke about it where I try to make it a lot funnier <laughs> and stuff but um but this guy was on steroids he was trying to bulk up and get buff so he's like oh my god I took I took way too many steroids he, um he's like they shrink your balls I'm like wow they do <laughs> well didn't he know though that they weren't there that's part of the joke where he didn't realize that they I'm telling you I was like feel here and he's like Oh, they're gone. Uh, yes, it's a weird story. It's a true story, and I tell a joke about it. And um, and the joke is much longer and funnier. I'd like to think, but well, did you like it? Oh, I did. Yeah, I mean, it's it was easier because there was nothing there, so it wasn't as like because I'm not really fancy to licking them, you know. Really. <laughs> I usually like ignore them unless you know someone says, "Hey, come to town here." And <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, I just pretend that they're not there. I turn out to make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Balls are. They just are funny. Don't you have a joke about that? That they're just funny? I got a whole five minutes about balls. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, I told my husband they were ridiculous. He accused me of ball shaming. And, oh. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that to anybody. But anyway, he knows you're joking, though. Um, so yeah, wait, I do what? have an Instagram. Okay. It's just my name, MaryLou.Gamba. Okay. What I really want is YouTube followers. Do you? What's your YouTube channel? Just Mary Lou Gamba Comedy. Pretty simple. Okay. Yeah. I've got 87. <laughs> and it took 90. Oh. Hey, you know, it's so hard. It's a struggle. It's 90 year. <laughs> it is a struggle. It is. It is. I also don't do, I don't work that hard at it. So, you know, but. Well, I've been really working hard at it and it's just going up a little bit at a time, a very little bit. So well, at least you're doing it. Though. I understand. So um, this will come out, not this coming Wednesday or the Wednesday after, but the Wednesday after that. Do you have anything like in that time range that you want to uh, have people check out or look oh, at so you? L- let me look at the dates. Um so not oh, yeah, I don't have my calendar in front of me, so I could. Oh yeah, I will be um, featuring um, all weekend at uh, the new the Sixth and Proctor Tacoma Comedy Club. 
February 21st through the 23rd. And then I'm headlining that Sunday, the 24th. And I would love for people to come out and see me headline the Sixth and Proctor Tacoma Comedy Club location. Absolutely. Sixth and Proctor. Yeah, well, go see her. She's hilarious. Uh, And uh, have you been, have you done that room yet? Not yet. No, I got booked a while ago, but I haven't done it. But I think I saw that you've done it, right? Mm -hmm. Is it like you like it? It's a great room because yeah, it it's, cute. you know, it's smaller, but it's just like the the energy and the laughs in there are just really like, I don't think you can bomb in that room, you know? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for the weekend because it's uh, with Zoltan Casas, who's a comedian I love. So I love oh. for him all weekend and then headlining on the Sunday. So, and that's right okay. after this comes out. Perfect. All right. Well, good. So go see her at Tacoma Comedy Club. That's where you can get your tickets. TacomaComedyClub.com. Mm-hmm. All right. It was lovely talking to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I could keep talking, but, you know, we got what we needed. So let's yeah, just quit while we're ahead. I appreciate it. And now all right. I'll think about all the stuff I said. <laughs> It'll be fine. It really will. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. I love you. Bye.